Hi, I'm Jody Worrell. Today we'll learn a blues lick played over a C7 to F7 groove. The notes we play in the lick will highlight the chord change. Let's hear it a couple of times. Let's look into it and see how it works. One, two. One, two. All right, uh, we notice that there is a, a, a little expanse of time before we start playing. And it's really one E and a two E. One E and a two E. One E and a two E. Yep just one sixteenth note past a quarter note. One E and a two. So you'll get the feel for that. Uh, we're going to start off with a sixth fret to the seventh fret on our fifth string. You can hammer on that or or, or pick it. I like hammering it on. I, I, I find that the more little slurs, hammers, pulls, slides, etc. that we put into our playing uh, serve kind of as our, our benchmark, the thing that makes us sound like us. So where I might hammer, you might pick. Where I might pull off, you might pick. Where you might pick, I might pull off. So uh, anyway, let's go six to seven on the fifth string, followed by five, seven, eight on the fourth. And I'm doing that, that seven to eight with my third finger with a slide. You could go. If you want to, I, I kind of like the keeping it uh, keeping it in the slide mode with the third finger. One, two. Then we're going to play the fifth fret of the third string twice, and the, that first one's going to be cut. It's not because you notice we have yet another little sixteenth rest in there, and that's just our way of making those two notes have a definite spot you know, in between. And with a fretted note that's not bent, it's very easy to manipulate and manage its duration just by reducing, you know, releasing the pressure with your left hand. That's, that's very critical. We have to be able to choose the the duration of the notes we play. We don't want to be stuck with long ones when a short one would, you know, when a tight one would work. We don't want to be stuck with staccato if, if we need it to be. It's a mixture of short and long notes that, that give our playing uh, a nice little landscape that's interesting rhythmically. Then I'm going to go seven to five on that same string after playing those two notes that have one short one. One, two. One, two. Then I'm going to go up to the eighth fret. We're moving to our F7 chord and I'm sort of mentally thinking of this F7. 
and that's got this note in it. So that's a great note for our lick. See, that, that's not that great a note for the C chord, but it's a real winner for the F chord, and that gives our playing a sound that, that includes the sound of the chords changing. All right. Second bar, eight, seven, five, and I'm doing third finger, slide, third finger. You can pull off to that five if you want, or pick it. Back down to the eighth fret of the fourth string. Then I'm going to go down here to the fifth fret with my first finger on the fourth string and play one, two, fingers one, two, and three on frets five, six, seven. By the way, this is the fifth fret here. Right behind me here is the third fret. The nut is just out of frame. Second bar. Five, six, seven. Whatever you want to do with those. Any of the uh, any combination of hammer-ons or or struck notes. And then we're gonna wind up right where our second finger wants to go on the second string, which is the sixth fret. That's a nice F note. Gives us the sound of our F chord. One, two. One, two. And that's our phrase. Now we're going to trade the lick back and forth. I'll play first and leave a space after me for you to play. We'll each end up playing three times. Again. And you. Last one. One, two. And you. All righty. Work hard on that trading section until you can nail it all three times. I hope you find this lick useful. Be sure to check out my other lessons on soloing over chord changes. I'm Jody Worrell, and I'll see you next time.